Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> Mixed results so far with our two baseball teams this evening. The Red Sox after falling behind one nothing, have now scored five unanswered against Domingo Herman. They're still going in the bottom of the third. So 5-1 Boston. Herman had allowed two runs or less in six of his previous seven starts. Last two starts, he was really, really good. But tonight, they're just hitting him around. And look, they're making contact. Nothing more, nothing less. I mean, he, he's, his, his pitches are very hittable right now. Five extra base hits the Red Sox have struck for here in just two innings and change. Mets, on the other hand, you know what? The bats have come to life there, too. And maybe the opponent has something to do with it because the Cardinals are uh, El Stinko. 5 nothing Metsies in the fourth inning in support of Tyler McGill. Let's see if they can hang on to that one as they are hitting around Miles Michaelis pretty well. Tommy Pham's got a couple of RBIs already in that one for the Amazing. So we'll keep you up to date as to what's happening on the old ball field. But we got to talk some basketball now because... Remember during the NBA Finals, which was a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact, Adam Silver went on the pregame show with the guys on ABC, Stephen A. and Greeny and all those guys, and let the cat out of the bag that, you know what, some new information has come to light, we've been doing our investigating, and we're going to announce, you know, some disciplinary measures towards John Moran, but we're going to wait until the Finals is over. Right, because we don't want to take that or have that take any of the luster away from the championship series. You could respect that, right? After all, I mean, this is supposed to be the marquee event for the sport, the NBA Finals. So you're not going to have something interrupt that. So today, with the finals now in the rear view, we get the news about John Morant and what the punishment is going to be. And remember, I had said all along. Even after the information that Adam Silver kind of provided there on the finals desk, I thought 20 games is probably what you were going to see. It was certainly going to be a lot severe than what his slap on the wrist was earlier this season. 20 games, a quarter of the season. I thought that was about right. So today I was a little surprised when you find out that it's 25 games. Now here's the kicker, and I had no idea when you add it all up. John Morant's missed a lot of time over the last couple of years. Injury, suspension, right? He has missed effectively 60 games. Grizzlies have actually done pretty well without him. They're 33-17 and 17 without John Morant. So those first 25 games, that is not going to ruin their season in any way, shape, or form. I mean, 25 games, that's nothing, right? I mean, that's like the beginning of December. Most people aren't even paying attention to the NBA by the beginning of December. They're still wrapped up in football. The football season is just kind of heating up once you get to that last month there. So I guess my question is this. When you finally have the NBA, right, and you finally have the league come down here with the 25 games, what was all the hype from Adam Silver about? What was all the new information, right? Ooh, 25 games. Do you realize... 
in this current climate in the NBA, 25 games is essentially like the load management threshold for an NBA player, right? That, that's what a guy misses per year in load management or shortened seasons. Like, I mean, like 25 games is nothing. It's nothing. Now, he's not going to be able to be eligible for any all-NBA teams or MVPs or whatever, but you know what? If they care about that, more power to them, right? He loses $7.5 million, which is a lot of money. I'm not going to kid you there. 7.5 mil is 7.5 mil, regardless. But he still gets to keep his Nike endorsement stuff. He's not losing that. Powerade, they split last year. I've never been a big Powerade guy myself. You know, when I was doing the sports drink thing, it would still probably be Gatorade. But even Gatorade got to be too confusing, right? They have like 97 different varieties now of Gatorade. Low calorie, extra calories, freeze flavor, not freeze flavor. It's just, it's too much. You go into the aisle now at the store, like the Gatorade aisle, and it just like, your mind just blows up with all the different options they have now. I've probably only tried about like 13% of them. Couldn't tell you. I'm just a basic like orange and regular guy. That's it. Simple. Anyway. So John Moran puts out a statement after getting the 25-game suspension, right? Says he's sorry again. He's going to learn from his mistakes again. He's going to try to become a better person again. Realizes the influence that he wields, especially over the younger generation again. Like, we just heard all this stuff last month. It was last month. And now we're back to square one again, except the penalty is a little stiffer. Now, some people think it's too harsh. They think 25 games is too much. And I'd love to hear from you, by the way, at 800-919-3776. But remember something. For those that think it's too harsh, he embarrassed the league again. The logo again. Embarrassed the brand. When the brand takes a hit, that's what they care about. Right? That's what they care about. They care about the brand. They care about dollars and cents. The money. Whenever you have the money drying up after an episode that takes place involving a member of the sport, that's when the sport acts. Right? Remember when Adam Silver, once upon a time, in one of the first acts that he, that he performed as commissioner, when the whole Donald Sterling thing hit when he was owning the Clippers? You know why they took the action that they did and the measures that they did and booted Donald Sterling? Out of the league, not because it was reprehensible, what he said. No, that, that, was, that was secondary in their mind. The league acted like they did because sponsors were fleeing left and right. That's why. Who knows what the league would have did if they didn't lose all that financial backing. But because the sponsors fled, then they had to step in and say, we won't stand for this. Similar to this. And I understand everybody's going to sit there and say, well, you know what? He didn't break any laws. You're right. He didn't break any laws. He didn't. But this is not the criminal justice system. This is the NBA. Just like when somebody gets suspended in the NFL. You don't have to commit a crime. The commissioner is the judge, jury, and executioner. And if they feel that you are wronging the league and jeopardizing the earning power of the league, that's when they're going to step in and they're going to act. I mean, guys, we've been at this long enough. It shouldn't come as that much of a surprise to anybody. You know, I remember, again, almost 20 years ago, when you had the whole malice of the palace thing in Detroit with the Pacers, 
The NBA took a black eye that night. And that did not do wonders for the NBA's reputation for a while. It took them a good amount of time to recover from that because the population saw that as, well, you know what? How is this possible? You got players that are fighting fans in the league. David Stern was in the building that night. He was in the damn building watching this all firsthand. And there was this perception that this is not a family-friendly sport that we should get behind. It took the league a while to dig out from that. It truly did. And it is at the discretion of the league as to what the punishment is going to be in these matters. And for those that think that 25 games is too little, well, guess what? Breaking news. Adam Silver is not David Stern. The late, great David Stern. David Stern was running the league still. John Morant's probably, hell, it wouldn't even shock me if David Stern suspended him for the year. Really? Because David Stern didn't mess around. No way, no how. And I don't know, maybe maybe fear isn't necessarily the right word here, but I don't know if, if you took a poll of the players around the NBA right now, I don't know how many of them would say that they actually fear the wrath of Adam Silver. But I guarantee you, when David Stern was running the league, players at least knew that if they stepped out of line, they would have to deal with the consequences because David Stern didn't mess around. No way, no how. Adam Silver is a guy who's way more player-friendly. He's more cuddly with the players than David Stern was. David Stern, let it be known that I'm the boss, you guys are the employees. Right? I'm the one who's in charge of the league. I love you if you're behaving and you're not embarrassing the league and making the brand look bad, I'll be your best friend. But if you step out of line, that's when I got to step in. And when something like this happens today, I don't know if it's necessarily going to invite others around the league to maybe just do whatever they darn well please because they know the consequences aren't going to be that bad. I think each and every different case is going to be unique here. But it's unfortunate for the player. Right? It's unfortunate for John Morant because, look, basketball sense, he's one of the most talented players you got in the league. This is a guy that we all thought was going to be one of the faces of the league, and I guess that he still can be, but he's got a lot of work to do. But it's unfortunate that he wants to be someone, apparently, different off the court than he is on the court. Right? Because we've read all the stories, we've heard all the reports, that off the court he wants to be like a gangster, for lack of a better term. And getting into squabbles, and he's dealing with assault cases and all these other things that are still pending. And he's surra- here's the biggest problem, surrounding himself with the wrong people. Right? That's generally what leads to problems more than anything else. When you have money, when you have fame, especially at a young age, and you come into all of this money and power and fame, especially so soon, you surround yourself with an entourage and you get people that just want to be around you because of who you are, what your name is, and how much you earn. Not you the person, not the way you were when you were five, six years old and I know you my whole life. No, it's because what I can get from it. I want to be part of that crew because I can benefit from it. And that's the unfortunate part about it. Hanging around the wrong people. That only want to be associated with John Morant for the wrong reasons. If John Morant, how about this? If John Morant or anybody else in his shoes, if he decides, I don't want to play basketball anymore. I don't want to be in the public eye. I don't want to be famous because it's taken a toll on my life. 
If John Moran ever woke up one morning and decided that, gave up all the money, all the fame, all the endorsements, all everything, how many guys that are his so-called buddies right now would still be his buddies a month from now? Take a guess. I don't think you have to think too hard on that one. That's the unfortunate part about this. And you know what? John Morant is just another number in a long line of these type of cases. And that is the fact. So, yeah, 25 games. Not all that surprised. But are we really 100% sure that he's going to emerge from this different? He's going to be a changed man? I don't know. I'll tell you this. In Memphis right now, at the Grizzlies headquarters, that news came down this morning. They were doing cartwheels. Cartwheels. Taylor Jenkins, the head coach, he was, he was doing somersaults down the hallway with the, with the memo and the printout in his hand. 25 games. They were doing, in the cafeteria today, they were taking the memo and the press release and they were shooting paper airplanes into the garbage. 25 games. Loved it. Loved it. Right? 25 games. Remember, guys, we just had an eight seed go to the NBA Finals. Just had an eight seed in the Miami Heat. All you got to do is get in the playoffs, and as long as you're playing your best ball at the perfect time of year, you can have a good season. 25 games is nothing for Memphis. Nothing. But I will say this, though. They probably at least, because of what's transpired now in the last several months, You can't tell me that at the very least in the back of their mind, they're not planning for possibly an alternative and a life down the road that doesn't include John Morant. Because can you really trust the guy? 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Justin Turner continuing to assault the Yankees. A grand slam to really open up the floodgates. 10-1 Boston. Matt Crook on the receiving end of that one out of the bullpen. 10 to 1. Yikes. Come back and take your John Morant calls. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Not very enjoyable if you're a Yankee fan right now up in Boston. 10 to 1 Red Sox all over the Bombers. This one only in the top of the fourth inning right now. Justin Turner is having a monster game. He's got six RBIs tonight, including a grand slam. Herman didn't have it. Crook came in from the bullpen, didn't make matters any better. Mets trying to preserve a 5-1 lead. That is in the fifth inning right now. And I say trying to preserve because it's the Mets and no lead is ever safe 
especially when you're talking about this team. And they're playing the Cardinals. No matter how bad the Cardinals are, it's, you know, weird things tend to happen when the Mets play St. Louis, certainly over the course of time. But we're talking about the John Moran suspension, 25 games handed out by the NBA earlier today. So here's our pal Woj. He was on first take this morning on ESPN and was asked why 25 games. Well, remember, eight games last season, late in the year, and now 25 games, one jumping off point that has impact. You miss 18 games now, there's a 65-game minimum that players have to play to make All-NBA, to be MVP, to win Defensive Player of the Year. Well, he's out of consideration now, John Moran is, for any of those postseason awards. That will kick in with this new collective bargaining agreement. You know, you looked at the Miles Bridges suspension in Charlotte, 30 games. You know, you've got to find some precedent here. And for the league, I think the Players Association, if this was half the season, if this was the entire season, different scenarios people threw out, there wouldn't have been precedent for They've got 30 days to file a grievance. He and the NBA Players Association, 30 days. You figure that they have to. Or I mean, excuse me, you figure that they will. Although on the flip side of things, you know, if they appeal, does that indicate a situation to where the player is not going to be necessary? See, it would have to be at the behest of the Players Association. That's why you're part of a union. They're going to have your back. Because on the other way around, you can have the player file the grievance But then in the court of public opinion, they may look at that and say, well, you know, for somebody who's so contrite and is expressing remorse for his actions and for what he did, if he's filing the grievance and saying, well, I don't think that I should be suspended what I was penalized for, then that's also going to produce a little bit of doubt as to whether or not he really is remorseful for what he's being punished for. I don't know. We'll see how it plays itself out here. Nevertheless, let's get to some phones. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Let's start off with Subi in Midtown. He's up next here on 9870 ESPN. What's up, Sub? How are you? Hey, Dan. Regarding John Moran, I think that whole draft class was overhyped because they those two players have severe flaws and they're being exposed now. And, I mean, it doesn't matter if they're a top 15 player. He was not top 10 player, and his skills – uh, without without John Moran, Memphis was still doing pretty well. So I think it's like an organizational thing. They're going to have to make a decision. If they move on, they can get some good pieces and build towards a better future with that organization. And then regarding uh, John Moran and regarding the local team, the Knicks miss, missed out on him. But I'm just wondering if they can build the team through the draft in the future by finding like you know the hidden pieces, like the Nuggets found Jokic and. Heat have found Hero, Robinson, all those players. I'm just wondering if the Knicks have that capability well, think, with their organization. That's well, all I Well, Subi, think about it for a second. I thank you for the phone call. Look, look at some of the guys on this team right now, right? Look at where Emmanuel Quickly was drafted. Look at where Quentin Grimes was drafted, right? And I'm not, look, I'm not suggesting in the least that these guys are MVPs in the making or, you know, the best player in the world, a la Nikola Jokic. That, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is that, you know, they've already, this front office, they have shown you that they could uncover talent outside the lottery. And I don't know, like, if we have to set a limit as to, okay, what considers a, a, a diamond in the rough draft choice? Like, where, where does it have to be? Does it have to be past the lottery? Does it have to be in the second round? Like, where do you think you have to take a player to where you say, oh, we got to steal? Right? Look, bottom line is I don't care where you draft them. If a guy produces for you, it's a good pick. Sometimes... The number one overall picks are a swing and the miss. 
And you look at that one draft, and, and Subi was talking about it. So what was that? The summer of 2019, right? RJ ends up going third. Knicks didn't win the lottery. And it was thought to be a two-player draft. Zion and then John Morant. But look at what's happened with these guys now. Everybody knows about Morant, and look at what Zion. Zion's social life is exploding, right? I mean, Zion's having more fun off the court than he's having on it. He's certainly more active off the court than he is on the court. Guy never plays, first and foremost. And I know that there's rumors swirling that maybe New Orleans might want to cut bait with Zion, but I'll ask you this question right now. You're a Knicks fan. You really want him on this team? Wouldn't that be like a Knicks of the past type of move? When all is said and done, right? Isn't that like an old Knicks move? Like taking a chance, rolling a dice on a guy with a lot of question marks? Like, aren't they past that? And I understand that, like, R.J. Barrett, look, I haven't necessarily always been the president of the R.J. Barrett fan club. I will admit to that. But compared to all the issues that the two guys taken in front of them have had already in their NBA careers, having R.J. Barrett is like a freaking blessing. You're a Knicks fan. You work for the Knicks, the coaching staff, the front office, whatever. You could go to sleep at night. Your head hits the pillow knowing that R.J. Barrett is not going to be a guy that's going to force you to take a phone call in the middle of the night from somebody saying, guess what R.J.'s up to. But that's happened probably with Zion already. We know sure as hell that that's happened with John Morant in Memphis. By the way, read all those stories, by the way, with, with John Morant about all the other things that, according to reports, law enforcement out there in Memphis have worked in conjunction with the Grizzlies organization to keep under wraps. So it wouldn't see the light of day. The Knicks don't have to worry about that with their guy, do they? Let's say hi to Lavelle and Yonkers up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Lavelle, how are you doing tonight? Dan the man, how are you, bro? What's up, Lavelle? Talk to me. How you been? No, nothing much, man. Nothing much. Talking with the MVP of ESPN Radio right now. That's it, baby. Um, so I have a, a, a devil's advocate take. Now, let me just start off by saying I do not uh, advocate anything that John Moran has done. But in the South, it's just different. I just got, just got off the phone with my little sister. She's walking around with a gun. My baby sister. You know, in, in the South, they're just different. Like Andy Where's she? Where's she? Uh, She's in Virginia. In Memphis, mm-hmm. you know, Memphis, not only is, is the South, not just guns are legal, they're part of the culture. They take prom pictures with their guns. Andy Ogles, the congressman from Tennessee, you know, everyone's I know the Christmas whole card. Family took, yeah, yeah, Christmas cards all holding AR-15s. So may, even though I understand that NBA has certain rules that they could say he violated, I don't know, a good lawyer might be able to put up a fight and say, uh-uh, down here in the South, we love guns. He was on his property, not the first time he got in trouble, but this, this second time, if he was on his own property with a gun, hey, this is how we do it down here south of the Mason-Dixon line. I, I just think a good, enterprising lawyer might be able to, to, to put up a fight. And I don't think it's right, but it's possible. And as far as your other point about the Knicks, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm a diehard Knicks fan, give me, yeah. give me those problems any day, Dan. I'm sorry, I love R.G. Barrett. I'd love to hang out with him, get a beer with him, but I'm sorry. As far as the player, give me John Morant. Gun in hand on, in the garden any day, brother. <laughs> gun in hand. Basketball in one hand, gun in the other. Let's do it, baby. Oh, my so, gosh. Uh, yeah, I'm you know sorry. what? Lavelle, so Lavelle, that's going to be on the cover of the yearbook, right? The basketball in one hand, the gun in the other. <laughs> that's it, baby. Like, come on, shoot. He's shooting and shooting. Right on Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I love geez. RJ, but he's, he's – I'm sorry. He's just uh, – 
He's, he gets he kills me sometimes. Lavelle's working on his stand-up act tonight. He's bringing the one-liners. He's got the material. How long? Well, how long you been writing this stuff out, Lavelle? Before you place the phone call, no, tell this me. Just, this just came to me, man. I'm like, you said I don't think Knicks fans want that problem. I was like, Dan, I want those problems. Give me those problems. <laughs> <laughs> Give them to me. I, I, I'll funny. get the kid some counseling. He's just too good. Yeah, count exactly. How, how's you know, the counseling you, working out so far? Not working out too good. Exactly. But you, find a but new you counselor. But no, seriously though, Dan. You know it's funny how how life works. If he would have come to New York instead, it's just a different culture. He wouldn't have been able to have legal guns in New York. It would have just been a different thing. But down there, not only are guns legal, but Memphis is a very dangerous city with like a huge underworld. And I fear that this kid is involved with this underworld. And if he's not careful, he's gonna throw his whole life away. That's the problem. I mean, look, that is the problem. And it's well put. And Lavelle, you're the best. You get back to us. I appreciate the call as always. Here's the thing, though, right? And you can talk about a lawyer and all these other things. And I know how things in the South are a hell of a lot different than they are up here. I mean, that goes without saying, right? We watch the news. We know what's going on. I don't have to get into that or articulate it for you. But remember, as I said earlier, when it comes to these leagues, and I'm going to throw the NFL into it as well, because it seems like the NFL is even in a more higher profile situation than even the NBA when it comes to this player discipline. NFL for a long, long, long time, right? They had that horrible run with domestic violence. It was almost like a plague in the NFL. And it was something that the league had never really tackled, no pun intended, or encountered before until they had to, until it became national news. And then it was, every, it was the lead story on every national news program. It wasn't just leading sports center. It was the morning news. Good morning, America, the Today Show, whatever the hell it is. It was the NFL is a problem league. And then they had to step up their game and actually pretend like they cared, and they took those matters seriously. But remember, not even something as serious as that, even lesser infractions that you and I wouldn't even categorize or even the court of law wouldn't even categorize as true crimes, if it embarrasses the sport and it embarrasses their image and possibly affects their bottom line, that's when they're going to step in and do something. Like, perfect example. I hate to keep going back to deflate gate with the NFL. And in hindsight, that turned out to be foolish. But think about what Tom Brady was accused of doing. Did he commit any crimes? Did he? Of course not. Even if he was implicated with the whole thing and the phone calls and the texts and all those other things, he was conspiring to let a little bit of air out of footballs. Now, I don't know about you, and you could go and, and find for me on a map someplace the strictest country in the world. I don't care what part of the globe it's in when it comes to crime and law and order and criminal justice. But whatever country that is, if they find you guilty of letting a little bit of air out of some footballs, I don't even think you're getting suspended for four games like the NFL did. But they had an axe to grind with Brady. They wanted their meat, they got it, and he got four games. That's what I mean. It doesn't matter if you're talking about breaking a law or not. If you embarrass the league and if you make them out to look like fools, that's when they're going to step in. And in this case, specifically with the NBA, I think that also played a big role in it because this only this all went down a month ago. A month ago. John Morant goes over to Park Avenue and he sits down in Adam Silver's office and they have lunch 
They order in some sandwiches, some drinks. They even got an espresso machine in there. They're having hot beverages, and John Moran is crying in his soup, and I'm sorry, and I'm remorseful, and I can't believe I did this. It's just too much too soon. I want to be a better guy. I want to be a better influence on the community, all the kids that buy my jerseys and my sneakers and drink my Powerade. I want to be that guy. Adam Silver bought it. They shook hands. They dapped. They hugged. He walked out of his office, and guess what? Three weeks later, Adam Silver goes on Twitter, and he sees John Moran on the Instagram flashing a gun again. So Adam Silver was made to look foolish, and the NBA was. That's why you get the 25 games. Nothing more, nothing less. This is 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Bobby Marks, our ESPN, ESPN front office insider, is going to join us coming up in about 20 minutes at 9 o'clock. I'm going to tell you something, right? Look out your window, guys, wherever you are right now. Just, just look out the window, and, and you can validate for me or not. Are there any pigs that are flying? I know that it rained today, but were there any, like, cats and dogs or frogs or anything like that? There isn't, like, a plague? No? Haley's Comet didn't just soar through the sky? The sky isn't, like, red again like it was a couple of weeks ago, like Martians were invading? No, nothing or, unordinary about things? Because something out of the ordinary happened at City Field a couple of minutes ago. Daniel Vogelback just hit a freaking home run. How about that? Vogie goes upper tank at City Field. I don't know about you, but I'm as like perplexed and surprised and astonished as I was the night Bartolo Colon hit a home run. I mean, like, wow, you thought you'd seen it all. Daniel Vogelback. Maybe they knew what they were up to when they didn't play him for a week. Hi, go Mets, yay! Yeah, they said the problem is now with Vogelback, he set the expectations too high. Now he's going to have to do that like every day. Probably give him a contract extension. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. Let us go back to the phones, and we're going to say hi now to our buddy Jose in Brooklyn. He is up next on 9870 ESPN. Hello, Jose. How are you? Good evening, Mr. Graza. How are you doing today on this Oh, uh, You know what, Jose? Let me tell you something. It was raining earlier today. Had to go out and run some errands. Back and forth. Forward and back. The whole nine yards. But we've settled in. We're good to go. And we're wrapping up the week strong. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Oh, that's and that's the best way because you you definitely want to get all the errands out out the way before the weekend. Oh, you don't for sure. The weekend. Darn right. Definitely not. 
because then you got to deal with the traffic and the rush. Oh. So here's uh, so here's my point about John Morant, and I want to say thank um, shout out to everyone, especially um, especially our older listeners, our older listeners, and you know our younger listeners like the company out there, and also um, also all the all the um, hosts that do listen that do listen to other hosts' show. So we're gonna go out and um, talk about John Morant, and I think that he pretty much got off easy here. Like I, I, in my mind, like when Adam Silver came out in that in that press conference, I'm thinking this is at least going to be like half the season. Like this is like the way he made it seem like there was new evidence was like he knew that it was definitely right. a real firearm inside that inside that car, and there was no like escape for John Morant. But it, 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 but to come out with 25 games, I'm just like. All right, you definitely didn't have as much as you thought you did, and there's definitely, definitely a well orchestrated event right now where I feel like it's you know, we're 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 we're, we're kind of like giving him a pass again, but and hopefully this does get through to him. Um, I know that the other caller loves the talent of John Morant. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm a pass on all the issues because you know, even though New York is illegal. It's still very easy to get a firearm up here, <laughs> and the last thing you need is, is for him to have an illegal firearm, and it, even 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 connected with him, you know, by with his posse or etc. So that's something that because it would be it would be automatically a bad look. Just look what happened to Palacio Burris when he had the accident. Never yeah. um, that. Hey, that t- and for those never ruined the Giants season. That yeah. not only did they ruin their season, I mm-hmm. still think that that 2008 team was mm-hmm. better than the one that won the Super Bowl the year before. Oh, definitely. Hello? Yeah, I'm, no, I got you, Jose. Somebody, the okay. Yankees, I'm, I'm just watching the Yankee game right now because um, Tanner Houck, somebody just hit one. I think it was Volpe. Volpe just hit a line drive right back at Tanner Houck, and it got him up high, and now they're all congregating on the mound to see if he's okay. I don't think he Ooh. got the worst of it, but it, it got him pretty good in the face. Oh man, I gotta I gotta switch over to that. So and um and as far as you know and I, I wouldn't want that with the Knicks. It, it, it would just be a bad look. And I'm a person that um I, I do like Jalen Brunson at, at a point guard spot where he's at, and I do like John Moran's game from his athleticism standpoint. I'm just not into the style of you know always attacking the hole. Um, as a point guard, I think you need a little bit more than that. But he he, he is definitely a all world talent, and I hope he does um learn from this but well, no um, doubt. And, and jose yeah. here's and it was higashioka by the way not volpe but aside from that like he and i know lavelle was saying that he he would still you know want a guy like john moran on the team and all those things what's the old saying jose right about availability is the best ability yeah so exactly. i don't care about a you know what i'm saying like i don't care how good and talented you are like if you're going to continually be somebody that is going to be a question mark on and off the court as to whether or not you're going to be even eligible to play no thanks i'll move on yeah exactly and as far as for my nick point and uh, just to make this real quick because i know you got to go soon um with the, the with all the you know rumors i know you've been hearing and seeing all the different names and being all thrown out and i, I just have to laugh because i'm just like i'm hearing all the same debates that we even heard with the mellow debates like you know you know all of these players you know are either better than R.J. Barrett or better than all these, you know, role players that we have on the team. And I just really caution with that because I also laugh because I'm like, 
we still didn't win that. I'm like, in my mind, we still didn't win that trade in the long haul because they still had that, that pick ended up becoming Jamal Murray. And I know, you know, and at the end of the day, we have to keep that in mind. And we have to really just, we're, we're such an advantage, advantageous position. It's like we're, we're, we're still two, three moves away, but we have to make them the right, the, the right way. We can't just go all in for a Bradley Beal or a Zach Levine or a Carl Anthony Towns, where it's like, what have they shown to show right. me that they can get even past the second round? Like, honestly, I, I, I would make a, like, Pat Riley would even laugh in my face if I called him and said, I'll offer you six first-round picks and most of those depth players for, for Jimmy Butler. Because that, that's a player that I know can elevate, because if he can elevate Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson to a finals, I know he can elevate um, with Brunson and, and Julius Randle without a doubt. Yeah, and, and, and Jimmy, look, Jimmy ran out of gas a little bit in the finals this year. I don't know if he was still dinged up with that ankle. And, Jose, good phone call, my friend. I appreciate you as always. You have yourself a good night. Here's the thing, and, and, and I, I know that to some this might sound like forbidden fruit, and it might be unpopular because some people are only happy when they're miserable, if you know what I mean. But if I asked you a question right now, straight up, like look deep down in your heart of hearts, are the Knicks headed in the right direction? You'd be hard-pressed to really say no, right? I, I mean, like you have to evaluate how things have transpired over the last year and say, of course they're headed in the right direction. Not just because they won a round in the playoffs and everything they accomplished this year. Look at the talent that's in place in the roster already. Look at the core. Look at the flexibility that they have moving forward and how they could continue to add to this team on top of everything. Of course they're headed in the right direction. And when was the last time you were able to say that definitively about this team? How long has it been? But that's just the reality right now, is it not? This is 98.7 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, we say hi to Corey in Brooklyn. He's up next on 98.7. What's up, Corey? How are you? I'm all right. I'm having a blessed one. How's everything with you? Corey, you know what? I'm going to steal line from you and saying that I'm blessed as well. How about that? <laughs> That's good. That's good. But I'm going to steal. I'm going to go ahead and steal one from you. I think these Knicks fans are crazy and want to go back into the test came out of chasing behind Zion. Zach Levine, and probably Dane Dollar. I think DeMar DeRozan would be a better fit, and the team will still be in Brunson hands if we go after DeMar DeRozan from Chicago, if Chicago's blowing up what they have right now. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. Let me ask you a question. What about Bradley Beal? Yay or nay? Oh, I like him, but I mean, what is he going to bring on the defensive end? Is he is he going to be able to stop those boys out there in Boston? 
He don't. He don't. He doesn't play defense. That's that's why Bradley Beal. I understand that he scores a lot of points. He could shoot it. The whole thing. He can't play any defense. He's not a perfect player. A hundred percent. He's not a perfect player. I mean, I the line I used last night, Corey, and I'll repeat it again. If I had, if I parked my car, and I asked Bradley Beal to watch it for me, he couldn't guard a parked car. When I get back, the car will be gone. That's how bad of a defender he is. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I heard you say that last night. I heard you say that. So, and it's a well, look, it's a problem. lot of money. It's a lot of money. Um, he's not getting any younger. He's missed time over the last couple of years. I just think, while right now, see, the Knicks fan, you had success this past year. You're this close. You went toe to toe with a team that ended up going to the NBA Finals, and you're thinking, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal. It's a shiny new toy for us. It's just not the right toy at the right time. Yeah, it's not going to improve the team right now. I don't think any of those names that's called. I mean, I, I, I personally believe they need somebody to tie that team together and move RJ down to the two. And somebody that can help with the rebounding situation um, with um, Randall. Randall and Mitch, for that matter. And, and, and that's the thing. Look, Corey, and I thank you for the phone call, as always, my friend. Um, here's the thing. It's a wing game. I think the Knicks are solid in terms of the production that you're getting down low in the paint, rebounding. Somebody brought up a name last night, and for the, somebody brought up um, Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez is intriguing to me. Okay, Brooke is he's a free agent. He's he's somebody who look he knows the area. I mean, shoot, he played in Brooklyn, played in Jersey. His brother was on the Knicks. Like Brooke would have no problem fitting in here. He'd be great. The issue is. You got the mid-level exception to work with in free agency. Will Brooke play for that? Perhaps. But I think that somebody else would actually pay him a little bit more. You know, this is a guy who's got a championship ring. He's a good locker room guy. He's a big who can actually step out and sink a three or two. You know, Brooke Lopez, he came into the league as a straight post guy. Just a straight big post game that's what he was. Nothing more, nothing less. You think about like the decade or however long he's been in the league, how his game has evolved and how he's grown. This is a guy now that has kind of evolved as the NBA has evolved. And he realized, shoot, I don't want to be like a dinosaur. Somebody who's going to be extinct from the NBA is just like, you know, one of these old school centers that doesn't adapt to the way what bigs can do now. He developed an outside shot, right? And he could sink it from beyond the arc. That's what you like about him. But the problem with bringing in a Brook Lopez would be, what does that do then to somebody like a Hartenstein? Is that going to kill his minutes? Because you're not going to play like Brook Lopez and Mitchell Robinson at the same time. Hartenstein is effective in the role that he plays off the bench, and then I don't think you're helping yourself significantly enough, right? Yes, the Knicks need to add shooting, but like Brook Lopez is not the answer to bringing in the help for outside shooting. He's like a piece, but what else? This is the Dan Grasser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.